0: Welcome to High Ticket Woman, the podcast for Christian women who are relationship challenged, and they know that to make changes, it starts with them wanting more, expecting more, and becoming more. Here's your host, Debbie Cottle. Welcome back to High Ticket Woman. I'm your host, Debbie Cottle. Ladies, let's talk today about emotions first of all first thing we need to establish is that emotions are god-given i think it's really important that we start there as women because we've taken a lot of flack over the years haven't we for being emotional do you know what god created us that way god created us to be more emotionally based than men and sure there's exceptions to that Of course, you know, I've definitely worked with women who, you know, are less emotional than the average woman. And I've certainly worked with men who are more emotional than the average man. But in general, we women tend to be known for making decisions more from our heart. And, you know, there really is no wrong or bad emotion, although we tend to think of certain emotions in that way, don't we? but really emotions are just simply information. When you're feeling a certain way, that feeling tells you that something's happened. And that the way you're seeing that situation is creating an emotion or a set of emotions within you. What you do with those emotions is what defines who you are as a woman. It defines whether you are high ticket or not. So what do I mean? How does a high ticket woman handle her emotions? Well, let's back up for a second and let's just talk about what being emotionally well actually means. To have emotional well-being has to do with feeling positively about situations, no matter what they are. So whether you're going through something that's really exciting and makes you super joyful, super happy, or whether you're going through something discouraging, really challenging, really hurtful, even. It's your ability to maintain a certain perspective and outlook about life, about yourself, about other people, and certainly about the situation. That's what tells you and everyone else around you how emotionally healthy you really are. And one of the keys to this. Is your ability to be resilient. Now, last time on last, last week's episode, I talked all about mental well-being. And you know, they're completely interconnected. We can't really separate out mental well-being from emotional well-being because they go hand in hand. We're just doing it for the for the sake of having two podcast episodes. Okay. But obviously your emotions affect your state of mind and vice versa. So we talked about resilience last week, but this week, I want to give you a metaphor because, you know, I love my metaphors. So I want you to think of a rubber band, okay? A rubber band is just sitting on a counter does nothing, right? It's in a, we'll say it's in a state of relaxation, if we can put it that way. And it's no good for anything in that state, right? It's not doing anything, but just sitting there. It's only when that rubber band is stretched and it flexes out that it becomes useful. When we stretch that rubber band out, we can wrap it around things and how it serves its purpose. Resilience is the same way. Resilience is like that rubber band. The more you're stretched, the more useful you become the more able you are to practice resilience. You develop resilience within you, which means the better you're able to face difficult situations. And the more you face difficult situations, the better you get at handling them and handling your emotions. Let me give you an example. Let's say you've just broken up with a guy and you're feeling really sad, really disappointed, maybe even angry. How quickly do you bounce back from that? Bounce back is what resilience is all about. Remember, think of that rubber band again. How quickly do you feel ready to date again? Or if you went through a divorce, how long do you give yourself time to heal? Because you do need time to heal, but then be open to the possibility of meeting somebody else. Or do you say, that's it, I'm done. I'm never letting anybody hurt me again. I'm never opening myself up to love. It's too difficult. Every guy I've ever dated or ever been with has hurt me and let me down. So that's it. I'm done. Well, that's either an example of really great emotional resilience or the lack of it. A woman who says I'm done, I'm, I'm never letting myself love again, is a rubber band that has lost its ability to stretch. It's broken. Or it's getting ready to break. Resilience has to do with no. I'm going to live. I'm going to live my life. Yeah, I feel stretched out at the moment. And I'm going to give myself an opportunity to heal. But then I'm going to put myself back out there. And I'm going to allow myself to be stretched again. Because in that stretching, I grow. I become a better version of myself. I become a woman who's open to possibilities and being emotionally well is about focusing on the positive sides of things, right? It's about managing your emotions, even the ones that seem really negative, the anger, the sadness, the disappointment, the betrayal that you might feel and not letting those emotions close you off to living, close you off to possibilities. Instead, that emotional resilience that you that you have, that you develop over time tells you, you know what, whatever I'm feeling right now that, that doesn't feel great, feels pretty yucky actually, I'm going to overcome that. And I'm going to come out of that stronger and better because I will have grown from this situation. I will have learned something about myself about people, about men, about love, about disappointment and hurts. And that growth is part of who you are. It's a part of your emotional well-being, And it's what allows you to function, to get through the stressors of everyday life and to deal with a whole range of emotions. Instead of just expecting and wanting and even demanding that life always be happy, always be full of joy, never any disappointments, never feeling any hurt. No, the reality is you are going to feel a range of emotions in any given day. So that emotional resiliency that we're talking about here, it's critical to your emotional well-being. How do you know? When you're an emotionally healthy woman you know the key to that is how and what kind of information you get from your from your emotions let me say that again the key to that is what kind of information and how you get information from your feelings and then what you do with that information to adapt to that situation to align to a certain change that needs to happen and and ultimately so that you can be your very best self okay we don't we don't want to as women we don't want to ignore or repress our emotions remember i said in the beginning emotions are all information and yeah we don't there are certain things we don't like feeling but even the difficult emotions tell us something really important so an emotionally healthy woman recognizes and accepts that and accepts those emotions for what they're telling her let me give you an example again let's say that you you've gone through that breakup and you're feeling all those feelings you're feeling anger and sadness and disappointment like we like we've already talked about okay so you can you can bury those emotions In activity, in work, you can, you know, eat your way through those emotions. You can drink your way through those emotions. You can can do a lot of things to avoid feeling what you may be feeling. Or what does a high ticket woman do? She says, you know, I may not like what I'm feeling right now, but I know there's something to be gained from this. I know that I need to feel these things. I need to understand these feelings. I need to, I need to ask myself why I'm feeling what I'm feeling and what about this situation can I take out of it so that I'm a better person, so that I understand me, others, life, et cetera, better. That requires having an open mind. Okay? and it and it requires you knowing that you're actually in charge of your own emotions and therefore you can change them nobody else is to blame for how you feel sure people do things that that upset us and hurt us and disappoint us and let us down but we are responsible ultimately for how we feel an emotionally healthy woman has good strong coping skills And and those coping skills allow her to change her mindset, to change the way she thinks about what she's gone through or what she's going through so that she's not just reacting out of those emotions. This, of course, requires a lot of self-awareness, which, again, we talked about in the last episode. And self-growth is a huge part of this, okay? So every time you invest in therapy or coaching or buying some self-help books, every time you open up and confide in loved ones, every time you find time to do the things that you enjoy and live with purpose, remember all of these tie back into your mental well-being because they're all connected. Every time you do those things, you're managing your stress level stress is just part of being alive if you don't have any stress you're dead okay so stress isn't necessarily a bad thing in fact the research now says that it's not actually stress that's the problem it's how you view your stress which is interesting right because that means it comes down to perception if you perceive that your stress is higher than most people's well that's what's actually ultimately a bad thing So having a positive mindset doesn't mean you never have stress. It just means you know how to take your stress and navigate it and manage it in a really healthy way. So back to those strong coping skills. Part of that is being curious, being curious about and I've already talked about this, but I'll elaborate it a little bit more. Being curious about why you think or feel a certain way. You know what? what's what's triggered me to feel this way don't just assume you know don't assume also that you know the reason why something is happening or why somebody is doing something no you want to uncover the reasons you want to ask questions good questions of yourself and of others why why am i feeling this way how intense is this feeling from me? let me talk about that for a second From this moment forward, I want you to think of your emotions on a scale of 1 to 10. 10 being, you know, you're about to blow a gasket. (laughs) Whatever the emotion is, it's the most extreme intense version of that emotion. So this is where your self-awareness really comes in, because the better you know yourself, the sooner you're going to recognize when you're feeling a certain way. If it takes your emotion... Uh, to get to a seven or an eight or a nine or a 10 on that intensity scale before you're aware that you're feeling it, well, then you're going to be a very highly reactive woman. But the better you get at noticing your emotions when they're down around a one or a two or a three, well, then it's a lot easier for you to actively choose how you want to respond to that situation and how you want to feel. Okay. Now, I want you to give yourself an honest assessment with how well you think you handle your emotions and, of course, the emotions of others. Because part of being emotionally well means that you you can handle other people's feelings as well as you handle your own. So, do you find yourself often overreacting? Do your emotions often seem more extreme than the situation calls for? Do others feel like they have to walk on eggshells around you? Do you often find yourself blaming others or situations for how you feel? All of these are signs that you got some work to do on this, but you know what, hey, wherever you are in your life, however young or old you are, there's always the possibility of change. Being a high ticket woman, means you know that change is not out of your reach, so don't ever give up on yourself. Okay, ladies, next time we're going to dive into the fourth pillar of well-being, which is all about your physical well-being, And remember that's not just about diet and exercise, okay? We're gonna talk about all kinds of things when it comes to physical well-being. So I'll see you in next week's episode. In the meantime, I wanna tell you about something new and exciting I'm doing. I want you to come join my private Facebook group where twice a month I do a live Q&A to answer all your relationship questions. And guess what? It doesn't cost you a thing. So I'll put the information in the write up for this episode for how to get to the uh, Facebook group. And I'll look forward to seeing you there with your relationship questions in hand. Oh, and be sure to go grab my free guide, the 10 step relationship rescue roadmap, by going to my website, debbiecaudle.com. That's Debbie D E B B I E, caudle C A U dle.com. One more thing, don't forget to subscribe. That's how you can be assured of getting updated on future episodes. See you next week, ladies. For more episodes, just go to debbiecoddle.com. And while you're there, get your free copy of my guide, 10-Step Relationship Rescue Roadmap.